Yes, hello, this is Ken Andersen's podcast, and it's the 8th of November 2022. The time is 19.43, and it is Tuesday. That's why we're going to read out loud uh, the entire book of Matthew, and of course we start with uh, Matthew chapter 1. The book of the history of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. Abraham became father to Isaac, Isaac became father to Jacob, Jacob became father to Judah and his brothers, Judah became father to Perez and Serach by Tamar, Perez became father to Hezron, Hezron became father to Ram, Ram became father to Aminadab, Aminadab became father to Nashon, Nashon became father to Solomon. Solomon became father to Boaz by Rahab. Boaz became father to Obed by Ruth. Obed became father to Jesse. Jesse became father to David the king. David became father to Solomon by the wife of Uriah. Solomon became father to Rehoboam. Rehoboam became father to Abijai. Abijai became father to Asa. Asa became father to Jehoshaphat Pat. Jehoshaphat became father to Jehoram. Jehoram became father to Uziha. Uziha became father to Jotam. Jotam became father to Ahaz. Ahaz became father to Hezekiah. Hezekiah became father to Manasseh. Manasseh became father to Ammon. Ammon became father to Josiah. Josiah became father to Jehoniah and to his brothers at the time of the deportion to Babylon. After the deportion to Babylon, Jehoniah became father to Shealtiel. Shealtiel became father to Shirubabel. Shirubabel became father to Abiud. Abiud became father to Eliakim. Eliakim became father to Azor. Azor became father to Sadok. Sadok became father to Asim. Asim became father to Eliud. Eliud became father to Eliasatar. Eliasar. Eliasar became father to Matan. Matan became father to Jacob. Jacob became father to Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. All the generation, then from Abraham until David, were fourteen generations. From David until the portion to Babylon, fourteen generations. From the deportion to Babylon until the Christ, 14 generations. But this is how the birth of Jesus Christ took place. During the time his mother Mary was promised in marriage to Joseph, she was found to be pregnant by Holy Spirit before they were united. However, because her husband Joseph was righteous and didn't want to make her a public spectacle, he intended to divorce her secretly. But after he had thought these things over, look, Jehovah's angel appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take your wife Mary home, for what has been conceived in her is by Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this actually came about to 
fulfill what was spoken by Jehovah through his prophet, saying, Look, the virgin will become pregnant and will give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which means, when translated, With us is God. Then Joseph woke up from his sleep and did as the angels of Jehovah had directed him, and he took his wife home. But he did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. Chapter number 2 After Jesus had been born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, look, astrologers from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is the one born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when we were in the east, and we have come to obscenes to him, to do obedience to him. At hearing this, King Howard was agitated, and all Jerusalem with him. On gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is how it was been, has been written through the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem of the land of Judah, are by no means the most insignificant city among the governors of Judah, for out of you will come a governing one who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly summoned astrologers and carefully then Herod secretly summoned astrologers and carefully ascertained from them the time of the stars appearing. When sending them to Bethlehem, he said, Go make a careful search for the young child, and when you have found him, report back to me, so that I too may go and do obedience to him. After they had heard the king, they went their way, and look, the star they had been had seen, when they were in the east, went ahead of them until it came to a stop about where the young child was. On seeing the star, they rejoiced with great joy. And when they went into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother. And falling down, they did obedience to him. They also opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. However, because they were given divine warning in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. After they had departed, look, Jehovah's angels appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Get up, take the young child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I give you word, for Herod is about to search for the young child to kill him. So Joseph got up by night, took along the young child and the child's mother, and went into Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod. This fulfilled what was spoken by Jehovah through his prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I call my son. Then Herod, seeing that he had been outwitted by the astrologers, flew into a great race, flew into a great rage, and he sent out and had all the boys in Bethlehem and in all its district killed, from two years of age and under, according to the time that he had carefully uh, ascertained from the astrologers. 
then was fulfilled was was spoken through Jeremiah, the prophet who said, A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and much wailing. It was Rachel weeping for her children, and she was unwilling to take comfort because they are no more. When Herod had died, look, Jehovah's angel appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the life of the young child are dead. So he got up and took the young child and the child's mother and entered into the land of Israel. But hearing that Archelaus ruled Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Moreover, being given divine warning in a dream, he withdrew into the territory of Gilead. And he came and settled in a city named Nazareth. In order to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, he would be called a Nazarian. Chapter number 3 In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. This, in fact, is the one spoken of through Isaiah the prophet in these words, a voice of one calling out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of Jehovah, make his road straight. Now John was clothed with camel hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locust and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea and all the countries around the Jordan were going out to him. And they were baptized by him in the Jordan River, openly confessing their sins. When he caught sight of many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to the baptism, he said to them, Your, You offspring are wipers, who has warned you to flee from the coming wrath. Therefore produce fruit that befits repentance. Do not presume to say to yourself, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children for Abraham from these stones. The axe is already lying at the root of the tree. Every tree, then, that does not produce fine fruit is to be cut down and thrown into the fire. I, for my part, baptize you with water because of your repentance. But the one coming after me is stronger than I am whose sandals I am not worthy to take off. That one will baptize you with Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing shovel is in his hand, and he will clean up his swathing floor completely and will gather his wheat into the storehouses, but the chaff he will burn up with fire that cannot be put out. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John in order to be baptized by him. But the latter tried to prevent him, saying, I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. Jesus replied to him, Let it be this time, for in that way it is suitable for us to carry out all that is righteous. Then he quit preventing him. After being baptized, Jesus immediately came up from the water, and look, the heavens were opened up, and he saw God's Spirit descending like a dove and coming upon him. Look, also a voice from the heavens said, This is my son, the beloved ones, who I have approved. Chapter number 4 
Then Jesus was led by the Spirit up into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fastened for forty days and forty nights, he felt hungry, and the tempter approached and said to him, If you are son of God, tell those stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man must live not on bread alone, but on every word that comes from Jehovah's mouth. Then the devil took him along into the holy city, and he stationed him on the battlement of the, of the temple, and said to him, If you are a son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels a command concerning you, and they will carry you on their hands, so that you may not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You must not put Jehovah your God to the test. Again the devil took him along to an unusual high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you fall down and do an act of worship to me. Then Jesus said to him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, It is Jehovah your God you must worship, and it is to him alone you must render sacred service. Then the devil left him, and look, angels came and began to minister to him. Now when he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. Further, after leaving Nazareth, he came and took up residence in Capernaum, besides the sea in the districts of Zebulon and Naphtali, so as to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet who said, O land of Zebulon and land of Naphtali, along the roads of the sea, on the other side of the Jordan, Galilee of the nations, the people sitting in darkness saw a great light, and as for those sitting in a region of deathly shadow, light rose on them. From that time on Jesus began preaching and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. Walking alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simeon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishermen of men. <clears throat> and once they abandoned their nets and followed him, going on from there, he saw two others who were brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. At once they left the boat and their father and followed him. Then he went throughout the whole of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom and curing every sort of disease and every sort of infirmity among the people. And the report about him spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all those who were suffering with various diseases and torment, those who were demon-possessed and epileptic and paralyzed, and he cured them. Consequently, large crowds followed him from Galilee and Decapolis and Jerusalem and Judea and from the other side of the Jordan. Chapter number 5 When he saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. When Then he opened his mouth and began teaching them, saying, 
Happy are those conscious of their spiritual needs, since the kingdom of the heavens belongs to them. Happy are those who mourn, since they will be comforted. Happy are the mild-tempered, since they will inherit the earth. Happy are those hungering and thirsting for righteousness, since they will be filled. Happy are the merciful, since they will be shown mercy. Happy are the pure in heart, since they will see God. Happy are the peacemakers, since they will be called sons of God. Happy are those who have been persecuted for righteousness' sake, since the kingdoms of the heavens belong to them. Happy are you when people reproach you and persecute you and lyingly say everything sort of wicked thing against you for my sake. Rejoice and overjoy, since your reward is great in the heavens. For in that way they persecuted the prophets prior to you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its strength, how will its saltiness be restored? It is no longer usable for anything except to be thrown outside, to be trampled on by man. You are the light of the world. A city cannot be hid when located on a mountain. People light a lamp and set it not on their basket, but on the lampstand, and it shines on all those in the house. Likewise, let your light shine before men, so that they may see your fine works and give glory to your Father who is in the heavens. Do not think I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. Truly I say to you that sooner would heaven or earth pass away than for one stroke of a letter to pass away from the law until all these things take place. However, therefore, breaks one of these last commandments and teach others to do so will be called least in relation to the kingdoms of the heaven, but whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in relation to the kingdom of the heavens. For I say to you that if your righteousness does not surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter into the kingdoms of the heavens. You heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You must not murder, but whoever commits a murder will be accountable to the court of justice. However, I say to you that everyone who continues wrathfully with his brother will be accountable to the court of justice, and whoever addresses his brother with an unspeakable word of contempt will be accountable to the supreme court, whereas whoever says, You detestable fool, will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. If then you are bringing your gift to the altar, and there you remember that your brother has something against you, Leave your gift there in front of the altar and go away. First make your peace with your brother and then come back and offer your gift. Be quick to settle matters with your legal opponent while you are with him on the way there so that somehow the opponent may not turn you over to the judge and the judge to the court attendant and you get thrown in prison. I say to you, for a fact, you will certainly not come out of there until you have paid over your last small coin. You heard that it was said, you must not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who keeps on looking at a woman so as to have a passion for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 
If now your right eye is making you stumble, tear it out and throw it away from you. For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be pitched into Gehenna. Also, if your right hand is making you stumble, cut it off and throw it away from you. For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to land in Gehenna. Moreover, it was said, Whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. However, I say to you that everyone divorcing his wife except on account of sexual immorality makes her a subject for adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again you heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You must not swear without performing, but you must pay your vows to Jehovah. However, I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, since you cannot turn one hair white or black. Just let your word yes mean yes, your no, no, for what goes beyond this is from the wicked one. You heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. However, I say to you, do not resist the one who is wicked, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other also to him. And if a person wants to take you to court and get possessions of your inner garment, let him also have your outer garment. And if someone in authority compels you into service for a mile, go with him two miles, Give to the one asking you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You heard that it was said, You must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. However, however I say to you, continue to love your enemies, and to pray for those who persecute you, so that you may prove yourselves sons of your Father who is in the heavens, since he, since he makes his sun rise on both the wicked and the good, and makes it rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those loving you, what reward do you have? Are not also the tax collectors doing the same thing? And if you greet your brother only, what extraordinary thing are you doing? Are not also the people of nations doing the same thing? You must accordingly be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Chapter number 6 Take care not to practice your righteousness in front of men to be noticed by them. Otherwise you will have no reward with your Father who is in the heavens. So when you make gifts of mercy, do not blow a trumpet ahead of you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be glorified by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when making gifts of mercy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your gifts of mercy may be in secret. Then your Father, who looks on in secret, will repay you. Also, when you pray, do not act like the hypocrites, for they like to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the main streets to be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your private room, and after 
shutting your door, pray to your Father who is in secret. Then your Father who looks on in secret will repay you. When praying, do not say the same thing over and over again as the people of the nations do, for they imagine they will get a hearing for their use of many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need even before you ask Him. You must pray then this way. Our Father in the heavens, let your name be sanctified. Let your kingdom come. Let your will take place as in heavens also on earth. Give us today our bread for this day, and forgive us our debt as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the wicked one. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Whereas if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. When you fast, stop becoming sad-faced like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so they may appear to men to be fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when fasting, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting to men, but only to your Father who is in secret. Then your Father who looks on in secret will repay you. Stop storing up for yourself treasures on the earth where moth and rust consumes and where thieves break in and steal. Rather, store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasures is, there your heart will also be. The lamb of the body is the eye. If then your eye is focused, your whole body will be bright. But if your eye is envious, your whole body will be dark. If the light that is in you is really darkness, how great that darkness is. No one can slave for two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stick to the one and despise the other. You cannot slave for God and for riches. On this account I say to you, stop being anxious about your lives as to what you will eat or what you will drink or about your bodies as to what you will wear. Does not life mean more than food and the body than clothing? Observe intensely the birds of heaven. They do not sow seeds or reap or gather into storehouses, Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than they are? Who of you, by being anxious, can add an cubic to his lifespan? Also, why are you anxious about clothing? Take a lesson from the ladies of the field, how they grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. But I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was arrayed as one of these. Now, if this is how God clothed the vegetations of the field that is here today and gone tomorrow, is thrown into the oven, will he not much rather clothe you, you with little faith? So never be anxious and say, What are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear? For all these things are what the nations are eagerly pursuing. Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. 
Keep on then seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. So never be anxious about the next day, for the next day will have its own anxieties. Each day has enough of its own troubles. Chapter number 7 Stop judging that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you are judging, you will be judged. And with the measure that you are measuring out, they will measure out to you. Why then do you look at the straw in your brother's eye, but do not notice the rafter in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Allow me to remove the straw from your eye, when look, a rafter is in your own eye? Hypocrite, first remove the rafter from your own eye, and then you will see clearly how to remove the straw from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, nor throw your pearls before swine, so that they may never trample them under their feet and turn around and rip you open. Keep on asking, and it will be given you. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and it will be opened to you. For everyone asking receives, and everyone seeking finds, and to everyone knocking it will be opened. Indeed, which one of you, if his son asks for bread, will hand him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not hand him a serpent, will he? Therefore, if you, although being wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more so will your Father, who is in the heavens, give good things to those asking him? All things, therefore, that you want men to do to you, you also must do to them. This, in fact, is what the law and the prophets mean. Go in through the narrow gate, because broad is the gate and spacious is the road leading off into destruction, and many are going in through it. Whereas narrow is the gate and cramped the road leading off into life, and few are finding it. Be on the watch for the false prophet, who come to you in sheep's covering, but inside they are ravaging wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Never do people gather grapes from thorns or figs from thistles, do they? Likewise, every good tree produces fine fruit, but every rotten tree produces worthless fruit. A good tree cannot bear worthless fruit, nor can a rotten tree produce fine fruit. Every tree not producing fine fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Really then, by their fruit you will recognize those men. Not everyone saying to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of the heavens, but only the ones doing the will of my Father who is in the heavens will. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and expel demons in your name, and perform many powerful works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who <clears throat> hears these sayings of mine and does them will be like a discreet man who builds his house on the rock, and the rain poured down, and the flood came, and the winds blew, and lashed against that house, but it did not cave in, for it had been founded on the rock. 
Furthermore, everyone hearing these sayings of mine and not doing them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain poured down, and the flood came, and the winds blew and struck against that house, and it caved in, and its collapse was great. When Jesus finished these sayings, the effect was that the crowd were astonished at his way of teaching, for he was teaching them as a person having authority, and not as their scribes. Chapter number 8 After he came down from the mountain, a large crowd followed him, and look, a leopard came up and did obedience to him, saying, Lord, if you just want, you can make me clean. So stretching out his hand, he touched him, saying, I want to be made clean. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed away. Then Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses appointed for witness to them. When he entered Capernaum, an army officer came to him, pleading with him, and saying, Sir, my servant is laid up in the house with paralyzed, and he is suffering terribly. He said to him, When I get there, I will cure him. The army officer replied, Sir, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but just say a word, and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard that, he was amazed, and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, with no one in Israel has I found so great a faith. But I tell you that many from east and west will come and recline at the table with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of the heavens, whereas the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the darkness outside, there is where their weeping and the gnag there is where their weeping and the nagging of their teeth will be. Then Jesus said to the army officer, Go, just as you have shown faith, so let it come to pass for you. And the servant was healed in that hour. And Jesus, on coming into Peter's house, saw his mother-in-law lying down and sick with fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and began ministering to him. But after it became evening, people brought him many demon-possessed ones, and he expelled the spirit with a word, and he cured all who were suffering. In order to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, He himself took our sickness and carried our diseases. When Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave the command to depart for the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus said to him, Foxes have dens and birds of heavens have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay down his head. Then another of the disciples said to him, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Keep following me, and let the dead bury their dead. And when he went abroad a boat, his disciples followed him. Now look, a great storm arose on the sea, so that the boat was being covered by the waves, but he was sleeping. 
And they came and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us, we are about to be perished. But he said to them, Why are you so afraid, you with little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the sea, and a great calm set in. So the men were amazed and said, What sort of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. When he came to the other side into the region of the Gadians, two demon-possessed men coming out from among the tombs met him. They were unusual fierce, so nobody had the courage to pass by on the road. And look, they screamed, saying, What are we to do with you, son of God? Did you come here to torment us before the appointed time? A long way off from them, a herd of many swines were feeding. So the demons began to plead with, plead with him, saying, If you expel us, send us into the herd of swines. And he said to them, Go. With that they came out and went off into the swine, and look, the entire herd rushed over the pistfit into the sea and died in the waters. But the herders fled, and going into the city, they reported everything, including the account of the demon-possessed men. And look, all the city turned out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they urged him to depart from their region. Chapter number 9 so, boarding the boat, he traveled across and went into his own city. And look, they were bringing him a paralyzed man lying on a stretcher. On seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed, Take courage, child, your sins are forgiven. Now certain scribes said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking wicked things in your heart? For instance, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk. However, in order for you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, then he said to the paralyzed, get up, pick up your stretcher, and go to your home. And he got up and went to his home. When the crowds saw this, they were struck with fear, and they glorified God who gave such authority to man. Next, while moving on from there, Jesus caught sight of a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Be my follower. At that he rose up and followed him. Later, as he was dining in the house, look, many tax collectors and sinners came and began dining with Jesus and his disciples. But, one, but on seeing this, the Pharisees said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Hearing them, he said, Healthy people do not need a physician, but those who are ill do. Go then and learn what this means. I want mercy and not sacrifice, for I came to call not righteous people, but sinners. Then John's disciple came to him and asked, Why do we and the Pharisees practice fasting, but your disciples do not fast? At this Jesus said to them, The friend of the bridegroom have no reason to mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, do they? But days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. 
Nobody sews a path of unshrinking clothes on an old other gar- outer garment, for the new piece pulls away from the garment, and the tear becomes worse. Nor do people put new wine into old win- wineskins. If they do, then the wineskins burst, and the wine spills out, and the wineskins are ruined. But people put new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. While he was telling them these things, look, a certain ruler who had approached did obedience to him, saying, By now my daughter must be dead, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will come to life. Then Jesus got up and with his disciples followed him. And look, a woman suffering from twelve years from a flow of blood approached from behind and touched the fringes of his outer garment, for she kept saying to herself, If I only touch his outer garment, I will be well. Jesus turned around and, noticing her, said, Take courage, daughter, your faith has made you well. And from that hour the woman was made well. When now he came into the ruler's house and caught sight of the flute players and the crowd making a commission, Jesus said, Leave the place, for the little girl did not die but is sleeping. At this they began to laugh at him scornfully. As soon as the crowd had been sent outside, he went in and took hold of her hand, and the little girl got up. Of course, the talk about this spread into all the region. As Jesus moved on from there, two blind men following him, shouting out, Have mercy on us, son of David. After he had gone into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus asked them, Do you have faith that I can do this? They answered him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it happen to you. And their eyes received sight. Moreover, Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that nobody gets to know it. But after going outside, they made it publicly about him in all that region. When they were leaving, look, people brought him a speechless man possessed of a demon. And after the demon had been expelled, the speechless man spoke. Well, the crowds were amazed and said, Never has anything like this been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees were saying, It is by the ruler of the demons that he expels the demons. And Jesus said, out on a tour of all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom and curing every sort of disease and every sort of infirmity. On seeing the crowd, he felt pity for them because they were skinned and thrown about like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, Yes, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. Therefore, beg the master of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Chapter number 10 So he summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits in order to expel these and to cure every sort of disease and every sort of infirmity. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, the one called Peter and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, 
Thaddeus, Simon the Cardassian, and Judah Iscariot, who later betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, giving them these instructions. Do not go off into the road of the nations, and do not enter any Samaritan city, but instead go continuously to the last sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. Cure the sick, raise up the dead, make levers clean, expel demons, You received free, give free. Do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your monthly belt, or a food pouch for the trip, or two garments, or sandals, or staff, for the workers to serve his food. Into whatever city or villages you enter, search out who is in it and deserving, is deserving, and stay there until you leave. When you enter the house, greet the household. If the house is deserving, let the peace you wish it come upon it. But if it is not deserving, let the peace from you return upon you. Wherever anyone does not receive you or listen to your words, on going out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. Truly I say to you, it will be more endurable for the land of Sodom or Gomorrah on Judgment Day than for that city. Look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves. So prove yourself cautious as as serpents, and yet innocent as doves. Be on your guard against men, for they will hand you over to local court, and they will scorch you in their synagogues. And you will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for witness to them and the nations. However, when they hand you over, do not become anxious about how or what you are to speak, for what you are to speak will be given you in that hour. For the ones speaking are not just you, but it is the Spirit of your Father that speaks by you. Further, brother, further brothers will hand brother over to death, and a father his child, and children will raise up against parents and will have them put to death. And you will be hated by all people on account of my name, but the one who has endured to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one city, flee to another, for truly I say to you, you will by no means complete the circuit of the city of Israel until the Son of Man arrives. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a slave above his master. It is enough for the disciple to become as his teacher and a slave as his master. If people have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more those of his household? So do not fear them, for there is nothing covered over that will not become uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I tell you in darkness, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, preach from the house, from the housetop, and do not become fearful of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Two sparrows sell for a coin of small value, do they not? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's knowledge, but even the hairs of your head are all numbered. 
So have no fear. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone then who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father who is in the heavens. But whoever disowns me before men, I will also disown him before my Father who is in the heavens. Do not think I came to bring peace to the earth. I came to bring not peace but a sword. For I came to cause division with a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Indeed, a man's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever has greater affection for father or mother than for me is not worthy of me, and whoever has greater affection for son or daughter than for me is not worthy of me, and whoever does not accept his torture stake and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his soul will lose it, and whoever loses his soul for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me also, and whoever receives me receives also the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet, he will get a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will get a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water to drink because he is a disciple, I tell you truly, he will by no means lose his reward. So, this is one of the chapters we are going to address uh, or read out loud. So this is, uh, of course, for another podcast when we read from chapter 11. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It is the 8th of November 2022. The time is 2040. And it is, I believe, Tuesday. Was it not Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Bye.